Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dear Lord, we come to you in prayer this evening. Father, just thanking you for this day and allowing us to come before you again. Lord, we have such a problem on earth, dear Lord, of the lies of the government, Lord. And Father, the lies of the politicians, and Father, it's all a fraud. But Lord, we should understand these things because, Lord, they use even the church, Father. Satan has to use the church. And Lord, we see the, the Roman Catholic Church with its idols, pagan idols, the statues to Zeus, and all these kind of things that are in the places. Lord, in the gargoyles on their buildings, dear Lord, that show that the corners of their buildings and the roofs of their houses, dear Lord, are covered. The roofs of their churches, dear Lord, are guarded by these gargoyles. Lord, it's a very interesting thing because the rainwater runs off and the drains, Lord, and these things come and they they let the water that fell on the roof fall upon them, these mouths of the these gargoyles that then comes out from them and goes down to the ground. Father, a very interesting thing on that, dear Lord, is that we, dear God, you were told us, dear Lord, that that coming to the rooftop, dear Lord, like you want us to do with the Feast of Tabernacles, is getting near to you because, Lord, you're you're up there in the capstone at this time judging us. And, Lord, it was always pointing to this, Lord. The throne of God is above the, the capstone, but, Lord, it shows, dear Lord, that you set up a special judgment throne inside the capstone to get the witness of all the witnesses and the and the, and the elders and the four living creatures and so forth that are inside that top capstone right above the paradise. And Lord, we've shown this to the people. And Lord, it's very interesting that, dear Lord, that's considered why we want to be on the roof and everything below that is is of you and dependent on your word coming down to us. So, Lord, it's why you told us in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 that in this day, dear Lord, we should come out of, come off the rooftops. Because, dear Lord, and take nothing from our houses because we, dear Lord, have made our own laws, our own words, and we did not enter into your covenant. We did not hear your words. And so, Father, we took the words and we didn't even understand the laws, dear Lord, like, for example, in Deuteronomy of the roof, where it tells you to put a border around that roof so that nobody falls off. Because if it's of God and your house is of God, then everything in that house is blessed of the word of God. And therefore, if we would allow somebody to fall off a roof, then, dear Lord, it's very simple. You're telling us, Lord, it's like being cast into the pit. And we are accountable for that because it was our house. And we are to speak your words and teach your words in our house and rely on you to protect it. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that people begin to understand, dear God, that not doing this is very sinful. And, Lord, what I'm saying in this, dear God, is because that is what's wrong, dear Lord. With the world, dear Lord, they, they're on their housetop, like you said, dear God, in Matthew 24 and Mark 13. Dear Lord, get off that housetop because they haven't heard you and they need to come down and repent before you. And Lord, you told them to not to go where you tell them to go, that they might learn the words. And you're going to tell them, Lord, you told them not to take anything from their house because of what's in their house is not filled with the new wine of the new covenant, which is to make known the words. You know, 
in Ecclesiastes 3, Solomon teaches us, dear Lord, and as you, you pointed out very clearly, Lord, in verse 12, or 22, excuse me, I think it is. And Lord, there you, he tells us in that passage that they, they all, dear Lord, have come to the point, dear Lord, where they look at their works on this earth and they hold that and everybody thinks, oh, my works, I'm going to be judged by that. But dear Lord, they don't understand that's their inheritance. Our works was to do and hear the words of God and enable your good works that were prepared for the elect. That's our work, and that's why it's our inheritance. It's not the inheritance that, oh, we did the labors of the world, and, and we're going to pass by, and nothing's going to be remembered, because that's the way of the world. But, Lord, if we do the good works for others, dear Lord, they will then teach it on to others and teach it on to others, and it's not our works. But like you said, dear God, in the Scriptures, Dear Lord, what you were in when you testified to the disciples that the works that we do, the harvesting, is because of the things that have already been planted in the past. So yes, the inheritance is going to come back. And dear Lord, we pray that they'd understand there was good works to be done. And that is our work that we're going to be judged. That's our inheritance. Do we inherit eternal life? That's the gift. Or do we get cast out? Some people, dear Lord, because it wasn't taught by the shepherds, and I will not have any idea, dear Lord, all the troubles the shepherds are going to be in, but Lord, the ones that are teaching at the universities and seminaries where they're supposed to understand the law of God and understand your words and, and discern these things. Dear Lord, those scholars have not done the job. And Lord, we got many teachers, many preachers, thousands of them out there in the world, and they have no idea what your knowledge of your words are, and they're so filled with traditional doctrines, and many of them are in these churches, Lord, that are doctrinal teachers, that you have to teach what they tell you, you cannot be, like the Catholic Church, the Protestant Church. Dear Lord, we pray that these people wake up. Lord, it's time to come out to the truth, because you told them, Lord, that everybody at this time will be caught in a snare, and they don't even understand they're in a snare. And Lord, you told that there's going to be prophets, there's going to be people that heal, there's going to be people that cast out demons, and they're going to be cast out from you because they're lawless, because you told them that they would be judged by the words of God that you spoke. And Paul tells them that the words of God would enable these good works, dear Lord, that were prepared by the Father from before the foundations of the world. And Lord, you also told them, Paul tells it in Romans Dear Lord, in chapter 12, when he's summarizing the, cha the, the chapters before it, dear Lord, and he's summarizing their, what he's taught them. And he tells them, then, dear Lord, that they're, they're to be not conformed to the world, but be transformed, transformed to the renewing of their minds. Lord, that they can prove that which is good and acceptable by the perfect will of God. And Lord, you know the perfect will of God as you told us that we are to hear your words and discern them. Just like you said in John 8, 43 and 47, they weren't doing that. And after the cross, the disciples still hadn't done it. You came back and you made known the words that you spoke to them. And then they were able to begin to understand the scriptures because the words are keys. And you hold that key. You're the one that paid the price of the blood on the cross so that we could open up the tabernacle, so that we can enter in before the Father and let the Spirit teach us directly in our hearts the words so we can understand the Scriptures, just like the disciples when they got the words and you gave them the Spirit of truth. Lord, you told us that we're supposed to set ourselves apart from the world by truth, getting the Spirit of truth in us that makes known all the works of truth because all things are made in truth, as it said in, in um, uh, Psalms 33, 4. 
And Lord, you told us in Psalm, John fourteen fifty seven fifteen to 17, that if we do not come out, dear Lord, the spirit of truth can't enter a person of the world. So don't be confirmed to the world because when people are confirmed to the world today, think they have the spirit, but no, the spirit's working on it, but it's not in them. It cannot enter them by the law of God until they set themselves apart from the world. And you, Lord, you told us in John seventeen seventeen that's required of them. Lord, I'm asking you tonight to make known this knowledge to these people, Lord. Let your spirit call upon the people. I'm asking you, Lord, to enable this prayer. Dear Lord, asking these people to be able to learn the words. Father, to be able to discern that the laws of Moses, were, they, were, they were precepts. Lord, most of it was precept laws that enabled your great statutes of promises. The precept laws, if they did them back in the days of um, Moses, remember, I'm not telling you, Lord, because you were the one there. You made this decision. You, you told them that the way of knowledge in Isaiah 28, 9 to 13, that they wanted. It's not what you want. You want to write the words on your heart. But Lord, the way of knowledge was given to them because they wanted the law and they wanted written things. So you gave it written to them because of their sin, which is what Paul teaches about in Ephesians 3. And Lord, these people don't understand that that's not your desire. And those words and those laws of like putting the border around the house, if they understood the words, you didn't change the law. You just gave it so that we can now have the words to understand those things. And why those things are good for us to do. And what it truly represents and symbolizes. Because your words symbolize all your good works. Because, Lord, we do the way of these words. And we speak the way of these words. Because the Father, as it says in uh, Psalms 14, 2 and 3. And uh, Psalms 53, 2 and 3. Is always looking down to see if we understand. And by doing these things, we, we show him we understand. But we can't do that if we don't have faith. And we can't have faith unless we hear the word. And Lord, we're asking you tonight, please, Lord, cause these people to begin to hear your words. Lord, we're, we're just in terrible shape. Lord, we're, we're allowing Satan to beat us. Lord, he takes the Bible, changes words, and utilizes that for his foundation of his admiralty law, of this system that they put in place in the 1870s that was put in, put in strict place over here, it was 1860s and so on. They put all this together. So that we would be slaves to the Roman church, give away our live birth records, for example. All that really doesn't matter, Lord, because, Lord, the fact is truth reigns at this time. We are to be set apart from the world by truth, by your words, as you said in John seventeen seventeen, not by some document that we file with a government. That's not going to free us because you're ruling the world and you're putting your son in as our king. So none of these people talking about documents, file this, file that, file that, it's not going to work. Because at the end of the day, all we've done is conform to the world. We beat them at their system. What good is that? We haven't made it into the kingdom because we will not receive the inheritance given to the sons of God, which you said in John 10, 30, 32 to 37. So Lord, it's just foolishness. Because they will not believe what they need to believe to receive the inheritance that enables them to speak and have the right to call upon your words. Because you said in Joel 2.32, all to call upon your name. He told us in Revelation 19.11.13 that the name they do not know. And we know that they don't know the words. And you said it's the word in Revelation 19.11-13. But he told it it's the words that they don't have. Even the disciples didn't get it after three and a half years of walking with you. They shouldn't be ashamed that they didn't get it. They weren't taught. But 
They were required to search it out. And you've been calling them in prophetic word. Get the words of wisdom you do not know. I've prepared people on the earth with this knowledge of the words and go seek it out, but they would not come. The queen of the south did when she heard that Solomon had the words, but not one preacher, when he heard about these words, left his position left his church and said, look, I got to go hear this. I got to go learn this. I got to see what this is all about. Queen of the South did that. Not one preacher did it. Not one preacher had me come in and explain it to them and take the time to try to understand it. Even though you said, dear Lord, that you were coming into the world to bear witness to the words of God that created all things and so forth, as he tells in Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19, John the Baptist testified of it in John 3, 26 to 36, all of those things, and yet they would not hear. And therefore, Lord, we're in this terrible situation. And Lord, we ask you at this time, please, Father, we're asking you to please make this known to your people. Lord, we're asking you to let them understand, dear God, that they must come out. The shepherd's going to be made ashamed. You told them that, dear Lord, in this day when the judgment does come, the shepherds that are made ashamed, dear Lord, are going to lose their right eye and they're going to also lose the use of their right arm. Lord, we pray that you will help us. Forgive us for our sins. We've all sinned. None of them, dear Lord, have, uh, uh, you know, they think they've done nothing wrong, but yet they're walking with the world. They're, many of them have signed on to help FEMA camps. DHS on, and this emergency management team. Come on. It's, it's a lie. Everything is based upon the lie. But Lord, we pray that the people understand us at this time. Father, we ask you at this time, we pray that, you, that you'll hear us. And Lord, that you will enable, dear God, this prayer to be answered by your spirit. Let it call upon the people. Let it shake the people. Let your will be done at this time. We praise your name, Lord. We ask all these things that you'll remove the stumbling blocks, that you'll cause the Spirit to be moved upon them. We ask for the protection of our families, our children, our spouses, grandchildren, parents, that they might come back to understand the generation of what is the inheritance. Lord, let them understand the greatness of your inheritance. We ask all these things in thy precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.